Welcome everybody to Beyond Beyond the Box Set podcast where we... <laughs> what <laughs> oh, do we do? There. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where we pitch sequels? Be- no, no, that's not what we're doing here. Um, uh, review films that are in cinema, that's it. That's what we do, we review films that are in the cinema. Yes, sorry, I've not warmed up there. Um, <laughs> not done your stretches, pre-podcast stretches. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> we did it, John. We did, we finally saw A Quiet Place. We did. Did it live up to expectations? Um... Well, I've been telling people it's the second best horror film I've ever seen. That's pretty high praise. What's the first? Get Out. You think that's the best horror film you've ever seen? Yeah. Well, I mean, I love it. I think it's a great film. That's a bold name statement. A, name a better one. Well, I'd have to go back to like the classics like Rosemary's Baby or Carrie. But I mean, it's 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 weird to say that you're comparing a film that came out a year ago to, to films that came out 30, 40 years ago. Are you like a big horror movie fan? Get, get Out that came out last year? Yeah, that's what I mean. A Quiet Place that came out this year? That's all I'm comparing. That's what I mean, yeah, but, oh, okay, sure. But you're saying, I mean, you're saying it's the best horror movie ever? No, that I've seen. The, oh, okay, have you not seen any of those films? <clears throat> not the ones you mentioned, no. You've never seen Carrie, you've never seen, oh, I'm just getting so much inspiration. Rosemary's Baby? No. Nope. The Exorcist? No. Nope. The Omen? No. Nope. Uh, Halloween? No. Nope. Friday the 13th? Yes. Oh, okay, the original, or one of the remakes? The original, Kevin Bacon. Oh, okay. I mean, that one's not super great, but... No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's iconic, but it's not that great. Okay, so I'm guessing you're not really a big horror aficionado then. No, not massively. Mm. Um, My favourite horror series is Final Destination, which is awful horror, but great gore. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And this one is, A Quiet Place is very much horror, it's not gore. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, well, would would you call it a thriller in any way? I found it thrilling, like in the sense that it was was suspenseful. I was on the edge of my seat for the whole film, so... I'm going to qualify as a horror because this film has jump scares. Yeah. Where they don't need to be there. Mm-hmm. That's fair, yeah. Um, but man, this film was scary. It was, it really was. I was so tense watching this. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's one thing that I got. There was one point, maybe in the first half or something, where it did drag a little bit, mm-hmm. I thought. And uh, I was thinking, oh my God, this is weird. I'm I'm bored, but also stressed out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a weird mix of feelings. Yeah, yeah, totally. Wait, what, what part were you starting to get bored? Was it just generally... When they've been silent for some time, or yeah, I think it was. <clears throat> uh, by the way, we're doing spoiler free for the moment. For the moment, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll give a warning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give a warning. I don't trust John. John's warnings are awful. <laughs> I had to edit yours out last week. Really, I just edited out the whole the whole segment. How dare you? <laughs> this might be some of my best work. <laughs> well, it's on the cutting room floor now. Oh, man. But yeah, I, I felt like um, the first half just it dragged a little bit. Okay. You know, it, start, it starts off quite well, mm-hmm. and then it sort of it tries to set the scene, which I, I, we talked about it a little bit afterwards. It really does take a long time to set the scene with a lot of exposition. That's true, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's the bit where I was quite bored, but also like anything could happen. Hmm. Um, ah, was... Now you, you say exposition though, because but the way they did the exposition was quite interesting because. It was, yeah. The first half of this film, well, a lot of this film takes place in silence. So I don't think it's a spoiler to say the basic plot of this film is that <laughs> some f- the, it's a family played by John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, a real-life couple. Um, oh, do they? Yeah, know. real-life married couple with kids, so mm-hmm. very much arse imitating life. Are these the kids? And it's not their real kids. No, okay. their real kids okay, are younger. Cool. Um, but yeah, so it's a family of 
Well, it starts as a family of five, but quickly becomes a family of four. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are living in a world where something has attacked the planet. Mm-hmm. Aliens? It's never really stated what they are. No, it doesn't state, and I, I like that. Yeah, I like that too. They keep that mysterious. But anyway, something has basically ravaged the planet and is hunting human beings and killing them to the point where it seems like the world, is, or at least the corner of America that they live in, has been reduced to kind of a Walking Dead-esque kind of ghost town kind of thing. Mm. Um, and what they've figured out is that these creatures are blind, but mm. they have excellent hearing, and so they hunt via hearing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so as long as you stay silent all, all the time, you can evade them basically yeah, yeah. so they just need to basically stay silent completely silent at all times particularly at night which is when they seem to hunt the most so they live in complete silence and they seem better equipped than most because they have a daughter who's profoundly deaf so they already know sign language yeah that's true yeah so that yeah. helps and that's a good little plot well it, it looks like it's been um like a, a few years of it being like this and i reckon everybody would just have learned sign language sure but i got the impression that they must have known it anyway because that girl was deaf from the start so yeah, yeah. although that's no advantage to her god damn no no to her it's very much not an advantage which <laughs> becomes is... quite the plot point but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah so the way they ex- explain it rather than having characters tell us what happened or, or rather than showing us what happened it's a lot of like newspaper headlines and notes that are in the John Gazinski has like a basement where he's written all his notes, which mm-hmm. I found quite funny because it's like his whiteboard of exposition that mm. clearly he doesn't need to have there anymore. That just says stuff like it's sound. Yeah, <laughs> um, they're blind. What's yeah. their weakness? How many are there? Three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also the fact that there was like this whole raft of um, newspaper headlines saying it's sound. Don't speak. Stay quiet. And you'll be safe. And I just thought to myself. You know what's super loud? A printing press. <laughs> how on earth do they manage to make those? Mm. Like that's a self-sacrifice right there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's how they do it. They set it up quite quickly what the stakes are, and then you just follow this family as they try to live through each day. Mm. Oh, and Emily Blunt's character is pregnant, mm-hmm. which I had a massive issue with. <laughs> <laughs> well, me too. I think it's just, why let yourself get pregnant? I get that it doesn't always happen. Uh, you know, it can happen by accident, but come even on. so, I, I mean. Whatever people's opinions on abortion might be, I think in that scenario, <laughs> yeah, like come on, I mean, just just like genuinely, like you, they talk about how they have to, the parents have to talk about a lot about how they have to protect their children and how they feel like they failed because their youngest child dies in the first scene. That's not a spoiler, um, and and yet, what could be a more what could be more likely to get them all killed than bringing a, a baby into the world? Mm. And you never really... This is a problem I had with the film. You never see them have that conversation. No. Like, I guess they skip it. They skip any... By the time we meet them, there's been a flash forward and she's already, like, eight and a half months pregnant. Mm-hmm. So there's no sense of, oh, shit, this is our, our reality right now and how do you deal with it? There's no sense whether they all were on the same page or whether it was, like, an argument, a discussion was had. But... And that, 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 and that's what this film does. It, it kind of jumps over a lot of, like, potential hurdles just, just so that it can tell you an interesting, mm-hmm. tight story yeah and that's good i think that it works because of that it might not have worked if it had just been a lot of people arguing about whether or not it's a good idea to have a baby or mm-hmm. you know doing expedition but by the same token i do wish we'd had a sense of why they came to that decision because it seemed totally insane and at no point did they ever really talk about or sign about you know why they decided it was worth the risk mm-hmm. yeah i well you can argue that they need to keep the human population going on carrying mm-hmm. on but well, yeah, and I guess well, I got the I got the impression that a lot of it was due to the fact that they had lost a child, and it was almost like a replacement mm-hmm. kind of thing as well. Um, I also um, was a little confused by the fact that we didn't see that they had any neighbours, really. True, yeah. <clears throat> we did see a, a thing at the start where John Krasinski 
climb to the top of to the top of a, uh, a tank thing. Yeah. Um, and lights a fire. Mm-hmm. And then Lord of the Rings style, he looks at all the hillsides and they all light fires everywhere. Yeah. But that's the only sense we get that there's other people living in this world, mm. other than just them. Which I did quite like actually that the amount of people that you actually see on screen it totals at I think seven. Yeah. Well, there's the four, the family of four, the the, the little boy who dies at the beginning, mm-hmm. and there's the older couple. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was thinking the baby as well. Oh, the baby, yeah. Technically a person. Well, technically the, of the older couple, the the woman's a corpse. She's only half there. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I'd say seven, mm-hmm. seven and a half maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You don't see it. And I, yeah, I like I like the fact that this was a very self-contained story. Mm-hmm. I mean, that made a lot of sense. And they were like living in a f- abandoned farmyard deliberately. I, I imagine. The more people, the more chances of noise. So yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine that must be why they made that decision. But mm. yeah, I mean, I really liked this as much mm. as the, as much as all the plot. It reminded me of like a, a good M Night Shyamalan film. It did, didn't it? It's one of those where you just have to let it go. Mm. Like you can sit and analyze it to death, which I will continue to do. But while watching it, I was even though I was noticing these things, I was also totally gripped and totally on board. Mm-hmm. And I liked that it told an emotional story. Because I think that's... I like that. I don't really like gory horror, like Final Destination, when you're just kind of waiting for someone to die. It did tell a very good emotional story, but also at the same time, to put a negative spin on it, Mm. it really did feel like... And then this goes wrong. And then this goes wrong. And then this goes wrong as well. Oh, yeah. And there were a lot of moments that where you're just sort of shouting out at the screen of just like, no, don't do that, you idiot. Why are you doing that? That's why you were thrown out of the cinema 45 (laughs) minutes in. They explicitly told you not to do that. Um, yeah, there were certainly a few points in this film which uh, could have been improved. Yeah, absolutely. It's far from perfect, but I really did like it. I've, having those kind of emotional stakes, and really, I really wanted the characters to succeed, to, well, to survive. Like, which mm-hmm. it wasn't just like waiting to see who's going to get picked off next, because mm. the body count's actually quite low. It um, is. Yeah, it's all centered on these four people, mm. and yeah, it's so. It, so it really, it really does bring you in and make you root for them. It doesn't have any extraneous characters particularly. So. Mm. Um, but yeah, so obviously the one of the reasons she's pregnant, as well as to create kind of a bit of peril, is there's obviously a labour scene, mm-hmm. which I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It, that was so tense when she's yeah, having yeah. to give birth in silence. And then also, that's it. Well, is it a spoiler to talk about the real villain of this film? <laughs> yeah, you already have, I think. Um, we, yeah, well, yeah, in the labour... You, you know what? I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but you know what? Let's just call this the spoiler section Okay, this, okay. So, so up, up, up until now, it is a great movie. I highly recommend it. Yeah, if you've not see seen it. it, you should go and see it. Definitely. If you can find a cinema that's not sold out. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in the labour scene that happens halfway through the movie, we realise that the real villain is not the aliens. The real, vil- the real villain of this film is that fucking rusty nail. <laughs> <laughs> that is, like, half the tension in this film yeah. is just from an, that, that nail which is inexplicably just sticking out of a step. It like she gets a bag of washing snagged on it earlier in the film, which then pulls it upright. Mm. But my question is, what was it, what was it doing there in the first place? Yeah. Because it's not holding anything in. The stairs don't look like they've been, you know, badly made. It looks like a fairly good staircase. It was it was rickety, though. Sometimes in old staircases, that... you do just get random nails that have just, like, gone in sideways a bit left, so... <sighs> sure. Well, I had issues with their whole house. Because there was so much clutter. Mm-hmm. Everything was so full of like droppable stuff. Like every single tabletop was just packed with just clutter and shit. There was loads of picture frames hanging on all the walls. Mm-hmm. They had a fucking chandelier above the <laughs> dining table. Like so much stuff that you could drop or bump into. Or, 
Yeah. Also, if I was in that situation, I would be living like a minimalist hipster. Like I would have like just empty rooms, just you know, absolute bare minimum. But we, we know you're quite good at that, really. Actually, exactly. Look, this this flat has no waste whatsoever. There's nothing you could lift out of this room. <laughs> I can see about ten things. <laughs> okay, imagine this room, but with like everything gone. Just me sit, sat in the middle, just being as silent as possible. Just on the floor. Yeah. Well, see, your problem there would be the room would be much echo- much more echoey. Oh. The couch like this it absorb the sound. So oh, maybe keep the couch then. Yeah, you've not thought this through. You would not do well in the apocalypse. Although you are on a sixth floor of a of a building, you probably do. I think that yeah, I, I often do think that when the apocalypse does come, I'll just hide out here and you know, mm. yeah, it's good to be on the on the sixth floor of a building mm-hmm. as long as that building doesn't burn down. Yeah. Um, which of us you reckon would last longer in this scenario then? What you or me? Yeah. Uh. Mm. So you've got the building for it. Yeah. Um. Well, let's say we're both on a farmyard or something. We're both on a farmyard. The same farmyard, different farmyards. Are we competing farmyards? I don't know. Whatever you prefer. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, I'm going to win. You're going to win? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How so? Explain. Just smarter, that's all. Smarter, okay. I will say I am quite clumsy. Mm-hmm. I do frequently stub my toe and like, and whenever I stub my toe, I swear very loudly, mm-hmm. involuntarily. Um, and yeah, I drop things a lot. So yeah, I don't think I'd do very well in mm-hmm. this world. So yeah, maybe you'd be a slightly more um, able to... Stay quiet. Woo. Good for you. <laughs> Great. Um, but yeah, the, that rusty nail. Uh, so she, yeah, so she pulls it up with the bag, and then she doesn't. Fair enough. She maybe doesn't see it at that mm, point. Yeah. And then there's like a tight close up, and all it needs is like a dum dum dum. I heard it in my head, like yeah, the dramatic yeah. sound effect that wasn't there. And then it's just waiting there, waiting for someone to come down those stairs. And then there's the horrible scene when she's in labour, already in agony. Mm-hmm. And then she staggers down the stairs and it goes right through her foot. And mm. oh, it's so horrible. Mm. <laughs> and then it, and it, it's stuck there. And then it's just like, suppress the scream of agony. Yeah. Then I, suppress like a... And this is where Emily Blunt was fucking amazing. <clears throat> she has to suppress a scream of agony from like having a nail go through her foot, which I couldn't do. Mm. Then she has to suppress like a contraction. <laughs> then she has to drag her foot off the nail mm-hmm. and then like stagger back down. But then she staggers back and sure, she's got a lot on her plate, but she still leaves the nail. I and know, at that point I, I was know. like, fucking get the nail. And like even bits, like at the very end when she's going down there, when she, like she's had the baby like last night. Yeah. She's, I'm, I'm sure she's not over it and she's yeah. still got a foot injury, but that's, you know, it's been taken care of and she's had relaxing... She's been asleep yeah. since. She's slept. Yeah. She's as relaxed as you're going to get in the circumstances. Yeah. And then she, go, she goes down with her two kids and doesn't turn to them and just say, oh, what's up for the nail there? Yeah, exactly. Or with John Krasinski when they go down to the basement. It's like, oh yeah, I'm glad the baby's safe. By the way, watch out for that nail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it doesn't actually happen again, but it they really tease you with it. They do, don't they? Like when the little deaf girl's going down the stairs and the nail's right there again. It's like, oh my God. Mm. Yeah, but thankfully, we were spared yes another another foot injury. But oh, that nail didn't mm. like did not like it. I mean, it was great. It was so <laughs> tense, but but it was unpleasant. All right, what do you think of the monsters then? I thought the designs were good. You don't you don't really see them until sort of no. the last third of the film. Yeah, which and, was great. By the yeah, way. I definitely think there's benefited from less is more. Mm. Like I, yeah, I, they've learned a lot from Alien, which did yeah. that as well. Yeah, exactly. Don't show us too much of the aliens because I think. If they'd been on screen too much, they would have probably started looking a bit janky. But mm. yeah, I thought they looked okay. It looked very kind of, it looked a bit like mishmash of, what did you say when we got the cinema? It was like a mishmash Pan's of Aliens Labyrinth. and Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. yeah, it definitely had that kind of vibe. So it wasn't a super, a super creative alien des- monster design, but it was... Do you not was, think? Well, I mean, because it looked like a lot like other things, but <clears> it looked good. It definitely looked good. Mm. It right. just looked a little bit too much like the aliens from the alien films for me. 
Just slightly. Uh, I don't really think so. <clears throat> I mean, that, yeah, that big black sort of with massive weird bony limbs. And the jaw. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like they didn't have, I think they only had three limbs actually. Did they? Yeah, they looked look quite odd. Oh, okay, I didn't um, notice that. Which felt a little bit, um, what's that film called? Something from, I don't know, Tom Cruise did a remake of it at one point. Oh, they had a lot of similarities to this film, and I've forgotten what it's called. Oh, uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom Cruise. Okay. Uh, describe. Um, it's the one where the aliens attack, and humanity has no hope, essentially. In That's the, every Tom Cruise movie. Ev- everybody just goes underground, similar to this. Oh, War of the Worlds. There we go. War of the Worlds. Okay, yeah. sure. <clears throat> yeah, I've not um, seen the film in a while, but sure. Yeah, I've I really felt some similarities there, and... Uh, the aliens did look a little bit similar, although I guess the ones in War of the Worlds were about yeah. ten times the height. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I really like the heads of these ones mm. in The Quiet Place, where they just sort of... It's hard to describe, really. Yeah. How do you describe their heads? Like, did they not have eyes at all? or nah. So, yeah, it was just kind of like peanut-shaped kind of but like the way that of... they sort of expanded and stuff. It yeah, was... it was like they were opening up like a flower almost. Like, yeah. They... yeah it, it was a bit like, you know, the dinosaur in Jurassic Park that spits venom. Oh, yeah. It was a bit like that kind of thing, but without mm. the eyes or the nostril. It, it, did, have, oh, it did have nostrils, didn't it? Mm, yeah. Which made me wonder, could they smell? Don't know. Because they, are in pr- proximity to the humans a lot, but if the humans stay silent, they can't mm. find them. So I'm guessing the smell no, isn't very tuned. Yeah. But I yeah. Mean, they, they did make a point of, um, saying like these things have got incredible hearing, yeah, and he kept getting massive ear shots, yeah, where the camera would just zoom in on this thing's giant, giant ears, yeah. And uh, did it bother you that nobody ever covered their mouth when they were breathing? No, or when they were panting, especially yeah. Emily Blunt. You know, in mm. all her situations, sure, yeah, great. You're in a lot of pain. I understand you're panting. You're hold- holding back on screaming. Mm-hmm. Just cover your mouth a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Because it makes a big difference. <laughs> it does, yeah. And that's it. For them to have that good hearing, it seemed like they can hear a pin drop from like a, two or three miles away. But if someone's in the room walking around, mm. they can't actually hear them a lot of the time. Yeah. As long as you pad very quietly, you're kind of okay, yeah. Yeah. Which it was definitely inconsistent. It was. And also, I mean, this is kind of... This will kind of break the film a little bit, but mm. uh, something like that that's essentially only got hearing would probably have some kind of echolocation, like a bat does. Yes. Because, you know, bats are not that advanced creatures, but they've got echolocation and they can just essentially see when there's nothing to see. Mm -hmm. So that thing would be able to do the same. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Mm. But that does break the movie and the movie was great. Yeah, like I said. It's not dwelling on that too much. No, you need to, as much as you can pull out all the plot holes, I think you do just need to um, let this one wash over you and experience it for what it is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily hold up, but it's a very well-made, emotional, and scary film. Mm. So, yeah, I would highly recommend this one. Certainly. How would you rate it? I would give this an 8, I would say. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Not quite a 9, just because it is a little bit silly. Like, mm-hmm. I think I gave Get Out a 9, because Get Out is... I think Get Out is a much smarter movie than this. It, yeah, it's one to make you think. This one, yeah. this one less so. This is one to make you jump. Yeah, yeah. Big time. Totally, yeah. Some of the jump scares in this just didn't need to be there. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> there was some good... I, I, we, I think we both had some quite good react, physical reactions. To this yeah, film. we did. <laughs> what was your biggest jump moment, do you remember? Um, I think it might have been after uh, the scene where she's where she, get, she gets in the bath and, you know, mm. she's about to give birth and everything. Mm. 
And uh, also, amazing scenes. At that point, that's when the fireworks go off. Yeah. And then she lets out a scream. Yeah. And like, that was an amazing scream. That was a, that was a scream a, that had payoff. That's yeah. an Oscar-worthy scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to John, John Krasinski's awful scream at the end. Oh, that was like he was doing a Tarzan. He had a voice spasm yeah. in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should they, they should have reshot that, really. I wonder how many takes it took. Maybe that was the best he could do. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Some people just can't scream. Like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the jump scare for me after that was when John Krasinski then comes into the bathroom and he sees blood in the bath. He's like, oh no. Um, and then she's just she's in the shower. She puts her bloody hand up to the window. Yeah. And that's the jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also felt a little underwhelming of just, he opened the door and like, oh yeah, she's there with the baby. She's had the baby and everything. Yeah. I'm um, like, oh, we just moved past that whole scene. That could have been something else, but maybe they just didn't have a way of making that Sure. Work. They decided they wanted the jump scare rather than, yeah. Mm. Then, yeah. Yeah, another scene of long drawn out. Yeah. Painful noise. Yeah, I did have the question <clears> that always, I always have in labour scenes like this is that where did the um, finger go? The umbilical cord? The umbilical cord go, yeah. Don't know. She, she must have just had to cut it off or something, like yeah, but with what? Yeah, she didn't really have it with a hand, yeah. Could you just pull it with your hands? I don't, I've, ne- I've never tried. In some cultures, the father eats it. Like... Yeah, let's not talk about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that didn't happen here. Like... No. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, yes. Impressive that she gave birth by herself, though. Very impressive, yeah. And also, because there was a lot of blood involved. Yeah. That wasn't coming from her foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, which means that it was going wrong. Yeah. But yeah, she still managed to give birth by herself and there were no no problems after that. It wasn't touched on again. Yeah. Oh, she recovered like, pretty well, really. It feels like they jumped over that quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Because I'm pretty sure that when you start bleeding when you're giving birth, something's gone seriously wrong. Yeah. I don't, I've not attended many births, I don't know, but probably, yeah. I mean, within a matter... The whole main action of this film takes place over, what, like, less than 24 hours? Mm-hmm. Taking away the scene at the beginning. Um... So yeah, she, I mean, by the end, she's like, ha- she's running around and she's like, um, she's a pretty action woman towards the end. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure if you've given birth, even... Well, the film literally finishes with her cocking a shotgun. Exactly, which is amazing. <laughs> and, oh, once again, though, ruined by... <laughs> took me completely out, though. Yeah, it did take me out the moment. It, it, was, it, it was good that that was the... It was a funny like little laugh to end on, though. Like, mm. It was like... Because the film is quite silly. Yeah. It doesn't really play silly until that last moment. No, it doesn't. Um, but yeah ruined slightly for me by once again the fact that the cinema lights went on before she'd even finished doing the shots or just like the moment mm. I hate that I hate it so much yeah can we start a petition <laughs> to view cinemas to leave it just another 10 seconds oh view cinemas I was close to complaining after we came out of that screening really yeah because I don't did you notice that the left speaker had blown no like oh, I knew that you wouldn't know you didn't notice anything <laughs> This is why you do awful in this world. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's, um, those are the details that would kill me. But no, whenever that <clears throat> speaker played anything that had just an, an ounce of bass to it, it mm. would distort massively. Oh. Um, which is made all the worse when you get the, uh, the, the the intro videos at every view screening, where it's just, here's all the bass that we can do. Ooh, oh, hello. Bass, bass. And, mm. and then it just distorts. And it's like, well, why are you, why are you showing off your bass when it's awful? Yeah. Is this um, only something that was in this one screen then? It's not something Yeah, else? only okay. in this one screen. I had not noticed that. Fair enough. I'm glad I didn't notice that would have really distracted me. But Yeah, I wouldn't point things that, like that at you. No, good. Thank yeah. you. That's very considerate of you. Yeah. <laughs> so they did, this was another one where they did a bespoke um, intro. 
Yeah, it was a good one actually. Yeah, um, although it was so basically, in, I don't know if they do them in all cinemas, but in View Cinema they have this voiceover that kind of goes in, like you said, very basically, like "hello," and it tells you basically to turn off your phone and be silent. Yeah. And this one, it really hammered home, like this. This film is called A Quiet Place. Be quiet. No talking. No loud eating. But when they said that, immediately all I heard, all I could hear was other people eating food. Mm, and they like, were being loud. No, no, they were just doing normal, but because it had been mentioned, I suddenly became really attuned to hearing it. Yeah. And we, also because it was very quiet anyway. It was, yeah. I mean, we were lucky. We were, I've heard a lot of people complaining about like this film being ruined by people talking through it and screaming mm. and, and eating food. And actually, we were in a good cinema. Like Everyone yeah. was really well behaved. Maybe it's because we've seen this film so late. Yeah, exactly. We missed the first couple of weeks. So, yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of weird toilet breaks happening, mm. which I was surprised by. Yeah, that was very confusing how there were so many people who just kept getting up and leaving. Yeah. Also at all the worst times. Yeah, always at like a really <laughs> hyper tense moment. Like. But there's not very many times it would be appropriate. No. Here. And you know, like... when you need to go, you need to go. Exactly, yeah. Um, okay, any other thoughts on this? No, I think that's it. I think we've uh, covered it pretty cool. much. What would you do for a sequel? Because one's been announced today. Has it? it? Yeah, today being the 26th of April. Yeah. Uh, yeah, today it was announced that they are working on a sequel because this film has made a shit ton of money. Yeah. yeah. Deservedly so. I was wondering if they will, because it's a very closed story. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work. Well, they could easily make make sequels or spin-offs in this world. Mm. Like, the world has definitely got space for expansion. I was thinking, yeah, something like that Cloverfield sequel is actually not following the cast of the original Cloverfield movie. I've not seen it, but I've, I, I, I sort of know the concept of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to see... I don't, know, I don't know if I'd like to see another story of this kind of size. Mm. I don't know if I'd like to see something bigger. Yeah, I think it's... Probably, if they're going to do it well, rather than just repeat the same story again, they should definitely do it as expand it out into the world, the, the wider world, and maybe not even have Emily Blunt in it, mm. or maybe have her like a small cameo. Oh no, I don't think I have any of the, any of these characters. No, yeah, just just have the uh, yeah the universe. Um, yeah, like maybe have it like in a city. Yes, exactly. Yeah. See, what, see what it's like there. See what's going on there. Maybe mm. with a, a group of people who aren't a family. Yeah. Um, or they could do things where like an army base, mm. for example. Yeah. Or they could even do like the origins of where this whole thing came from. Yeah. No, um, all, yeah. Well, I hope they don't over-explain it. Pardon? I hope they don't over-explain that element. But yeah, a, a, a new film. No, I hope, I hope they don't, but I could certainly see them doing it, especially yeah. if Michael Bay's still attached. Yeah, we didn't mention that. <laughs> so this film's directed by John Krasinski. Yeah. Who, and I had, which I knew. But then the first credit after, when it, the credits roll is produced by... He, he was one of the producers. One of the producers is Michael Bay. Yeah. Which did not expect. No. Didn't get that vibe from the film particularly. No. I mean, there were some fireworks, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's And that it, last though. shot was a bit, you know, mm. the last shot of Emily Blunt cocking the gun and it, like... <laughs> was a little silly, but, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, so I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they what they do with this franchise. Yeah, I'm intrigued. quite good. Yeah, and as a, as a standalone film, it's very, very good. Highly recommended. Mm. Loved it. Yeah. Cool. Cool, well, I guess that about sums it up. Great. Oh, lovely, nice, uh, slick episode. I say slick, it's long. But, uh, well, it's been a long time coming. Indeed. And it was worth the wait, though, for me. Yeah, me too. Good. Yeah. Which is, it would have been really annoying if we'd gone to it and it would have been <laughs> absolute awful. crap. Yeah. We should <laughs> yeah. have chosen Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> we still could. Yeah, apparently it's actually genuinely quite entertaining, Rampage. Is it? Yeah. It just looks awful. So I mean, you said awful, that about Jumanji and then you ended up watching Awful in a silly way. Yeah. I did say that about Jumanji, but... I don't know. I mean, I've learned something from Jumanji, mm-hmm. and I don't think, and, and what I've learned doesn't make me think that Rampage is going to be a. Uh, what did a you great, learn from fight. Jumanji? Uh, that uh, The Rock can be great fun. Okay. Fair. But this film still doesn't make me think, oh yeah, The Rock's going to be good fun in this. Okay, fair enough. Well, He's not got anybody to bounce off. That's he's got a monkey. Like, he's got a giant CGI that's what monkey. That's worked so well in Jumanji. Uh-huh. He, had, he had a great cast to bounce off. 
Sure. In this one, not the case. Okay. It's like The Rock in the fan- um, was it uh, the Fu- uh, Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. It's just fine. Vin Diesel, yeah. It's just boring. It's, mm. you know, because they're all the same. Yeah. Nobody has any hair. No. <laughs> it's just baldies <laughs> in the world, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, on that note, yeah. um, thank you really for listening. Yeah. And thanks and for being Patreon supporters. Indeed. We don't know what our next one's going to be yet because we're actually both going on a little holiday. But there will be Patreon stuff still coming through. It just won't be movie reviews for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But when we get back, we will get back to reviewing some films so whatever's, whatever's out two weeks from now two three weeks from now we'll review I guess yeah looking forward to it cool cool alright see you then bye let's go beyond beyond the box set